Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Teen Titans number 6, cover date November-December 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Nick Carty, edited by George Cashden, featuring The Fifth Titan, written by Bob Haney, art by Bill Molno and Sal Trapani. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away... We go go. Frustrated in his efforts to be accepted by the Doom Patrol, Beast Boy tries out for the Teen Titans, only to find that he can't join either team without his Guardian's permission because he's underage. Disgruntled, he joins a carnival, unaware that the crooked animal trainer and his hypnotist henchmen are using him as part of a scheme to rob the audience. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. golden baton and I waved through the rain pouring down and I waved till the last of the music was gone the day that the circus left town ow what well I was undercover at a circus as a trapeze artist and I pulled a muscle on my shoulder and I have a stitch in my side <laughs> Ow. Oh, God. Uh, what? How's your weekend going? Well, it's great, uh, except for my dream. I dreamed that I was working at the Sharpsburg History Museum, mm -hmm. which doesn't exist. And uh, I was sitting out on the street. The museum was closed. Okay. I was out on the street. You were there, too. Okay. Just, you know, chatting like you do in a small town. Mm -hmm. And this family came up, mother, daughter, and father. Okay. And I recognized them as people who had tried previously to visit the museum but had been rebuffed because it was always closed. Okay. Like so, the, isn't there a train museum in Sharpsburg that's almost always closed? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I felt sorry for them, so I, since I was an employee, duly appointed i just decided i was going to let them in on uh -huh. special okay so that they didn't bother me again okay well there was an alarm system 
and I didn't know the passcode for the alarm. So I just unlocked the door and flung it open. And then I saw you and there was a police officer on the street. So I came to you, of course, to solve my problem. (laughs) And you whispered something to the police officer to the effect of the alarm doesn't work. It's just a fake alarm. It's not going to go off. Don't worry. Oh, my God. That was the dream. Wow. What a great dream. And family got their visit and I was off the hook. But then I had to go undercover at the circus, which is not a dream, which happened in real life. Oh, okay. I had to solve a crime. Okay. So what a weekend, huh? Well, you mean the, that I sat on the couch all day yesterday and then uh, came home from church today and slept for four hours? Yes. It's terrific. <laughs> so what did we do Friday night? Um, sat on the couch and watched TV? Yeah, so we basically chilled out on Friday night. I worked a little later than usual. but um, And then Saturday, I did laundry all day. Fun. Um, did I go to the store yesterday? I can't uh-huh, remember. Yes, I yes. Did you go did the, go out in public? Yes, but I... I, I Made specific choices, so I only had to go out like for a very brief period of time, right. just to the grocery store mm-hmm. to be to be sure. more, more precise. And then I do believe I took a nap at some point. I right. can't quite remember. You did um, if yesterday had a nap, mm-hmm. uh, it did. Okay, so it was a beautiful day, and I played guitar for a couple hours. I think I uh, yes, and I finished all the laundry, and I did the ironing and whatnot. Right, just simple simple things. Right, because today I went to church. And uh, then I went to the picnic for a little while, and then I went to the hardware store, which is a delightful little adventurous I place. Know I know you love it. Go to the hardware store, but I did. I I went to the local one in Martinsburg, which is kind of like going to an antique shop because um, everything's crammed into shelves, and they have two live cats inside. I don't know where that one is. Um, do you know where the? Um, it's on the way to uh, work friend Chuck's. Oh yeah, it's on the left hand side. They always have pallets of things out in the in the parking lot. Okay, um, yeah, we're close to um, the the Asian cuisine place that we've mm-hmm. been to. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, came home, changed the light bulbs, and the, I had to pry the light bulbs out of this. With the, I had to turn it off and then use pliers to get two of the lights out of there. He's pointing to the ceiling fan above our recording. A studio. I don't remember the last time we changed light bulbs, but they're now those are now LED lights. Well, so, they're beautiful. Um, yeah, they're, I can see so well. Well, they're a soft white uh, glow, mm-hmm, and so it's perfect. Obviously, yeah. that makes my skin look good. Yes, of course. And then, you know, I lay down to take a nap. Well, now, I was thinking about your treatise on naps that you gave a couple of weeks ago, and you mentioned 30-minute increments of naps, but not four-hour blocks of time. I did not take a four-hour <laughs> nap. But I will tell you that some dog, uh, Captain Brett Butler, uh-huh. uh, really, I mean, he was skating on thin ice. He's a scalawag. He comes from good stock. But we came, uh, rather, uh, the, the Amazon driver came up. Yes. I knew it. Like I heard him barking. And then he and Junebug went insane at the front door. And, of course, I was trying to sleep. Did you hear Junebug bark shaving a haircut? Yes. Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> so anyway, I and then he was running up and down the stairs and barking and barking. And I got out of bed and I closed the room so he couldn't go in there and watch, you know, traffic go by. And I finally went to sleep. But that was like, no, that's what he does. He sits up there and watches traffic go well, by. And just the way you were delivering that sentence, I thought you were going to say that he went in there and watched porn. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I I just, you know, 
I fell back asleep after a while, and then when I woke up, two and a half hours had passed. I don't even know how that's possible, because I swear, when I am there sleeping, I think I'm awake. But honestly, I just think I'm awake at the beginning well, and at the end. That exceeds the recommended nap guidelines. And then I got a harsh tongue scolding from my husband. You did not get a harsh tongue scolding. I merely suggested... That I read the comics on Saturdays so that we can launch right into them when he, when we come home from church. And you are absolutely correct. And then we're done and you can nap all you want. You're absolutely right. And I will aim for that. Just like I'm going to aim to get up a little bit earlier this week. And 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 prepare my clothes the night before and uh -huh. try to get in a workout before I go to work. Do you morning. want me to pack your lunch in the morning too and put I it in a little paper get, sack with I a note? I get a book. There's a book called Work Day Work Week Lunch or something like that, and it, and it tells you how to prepare all your work week lunches in advance. Oh, for heaven's sake! What it has you know how to prepare a for what for peanut butter sandwich done, <laughs> bologna sandwich done, <laughs> salad in a jar done. <laughs> okay. All right. You could practically write your own book about preparing lunch. Oh, please. Well, listen. Yes. None of the adventures we've had this weekend compare in any way to the fantastic adventures of the Teen Titans. I'll when say. They mix it up with Beast Boy Beast in the Boy circus. From the Doom Patrol, of course. Who in later years would become much more closely associated with the Teen Titans. Mm -hmm. But at this point in history, he's solely confined to the Doom Patrol. As you recall, there's a fearsome custody battle going over in Doom Patrol about Beast Boy because he's under the thrall of this evil man, Galtry, who's his guardian. So does he have, Beast Boy, does he have, like, money? Is that what it is? No. Is that, what's the custody battle over? Well, it's, I'm not sure. Uh, Galtry was some kind of associate of Beast Boy's parents. Beast mm -hmm. Boy, of course, uh, his parents were scientists, mm -hmm. and uh, he was bitten by a snake, and his father saved his life with some kind of serum formed out of mongoose blood, which turned his skin green and made him able to turn into animals. In later years, he would be depicted as turning into green animals. Oh, okay. But... In these days, it's just like his head is green and then the rest of the animal is normal colored. I don't care for that because I never knew of Beast Boy until he was in the new Teen Titans drawn by George Perez. And that was wonderful and marvelous. And then we have to look at this stuff that we see today. <laughs> then we have to look at this stuff that we see today. <laughs> uh, normally, the Teen Titans is penciled by uh, Nick Cardi, but these... Uh, this issue is penciled by Bill Molno. Mm -hmm. It's not quite the same. Uh, so it's Teen Titans number six, featuring a guest star with a savage twist. Beast, Beast Boy. Boy. Um, what else was I going to say about Beast Boy? Oh, so the world knows Garfield Logan as a little boy with green skin whose father saved his life. Okay. And they know Beast Boy as a superhero who turns into animals with green heads. Okay. But they don't know that Gar Logan and Beast Boy are one and the same. That's why he wears that purple full-face hood over his head later oh, on. Wait, they know that Gar Logan is the boy with the green skin? Yes. But when he is... Uh, okay, all right. Well, that's stupid, but okay. I, I mean... 
Agreed. Okay. <sighs> we open in Media Race with the Teen Titans trapped inside a safe under a diving pool, which an elephant has dropped them into. An elephant who is Beast, Beast Boy. Boy. His head is not green, though. Well, that's a coloring mishap. Mm-hmm. We have floating heads on the splash page. Robin, Wonder Girl, Kid Flash, Aqualad, and special guest star Beast Boy. Guest stars, anyone? We gave you Speedy, and he'll be back. Speedy, of course, is Green Arrow's sidekick. Mm-hmm. And now we bring you the kid like there is no other. The wildest, weirdest teenager who ever wanted to belong to anyone, anything, anytime. Beast, Beast Boy. Boy! This is the story of how the fabulous Teen Titans almost got clobbered forever. By the crazy mixed up guy who just had to become the, the fifth, fifth Titan. 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 Don't pronounce the second T. Oh, sorry. Titan. 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 Mm-hmm. From a certain old brownstone in a great city, the sound of a carefree electronic voice comes from the metal larynx of the unique robotman of the one and only Doom Patrol. Oh, give me a home where the buffalo roam. Oh, yeah, says Beast Boy, you like Roman Buffalo? Have one. He turns into a buffalo and <laughs> butts Robotman in the behind. And Robotman picks him up and tosses him across the room. Like a toy. Well, if in Buffalo form, he could get really hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he probably, just off panel, he probably changed into a bird or something or a... Something that could bounce off a wall harmlessly. Well, he, yes, he landed harmlessly on the floor. As the shaggy two-ton bison changes back into its real form, that of Beast Boy, strangest of all teenagers. Now, Beast Boy says, I'm out to prove that I'm good enough to be a member of the Doom Patrol. I guess they won't let him fight crime with him. They won't. Do they fight crime, though? Mm, that's a fine line. Right? Because, like, don't they just basically exist argue to with each argue, other and yeah. kind of like the metalmen yeah they fight alien menaces and giant robots and things um you'll remember when last we saw them rita had been shrunk to a microscopic size and was uh being sacrificed to the king of the tiny kingdom god i don't know how you can remember that because as soon as we're done because with- i just read it on the internet oh, okay I because I say, as soon as i'm done with our podcast i immediately let my memory wipe out um but no it's galtry it's his guardian won't let him join doom patrol i do remember that yeah okay rebuffed by the metalman with the human brain beast boy wanders through the mansion hq until he um becomes Be- a snake and it's a giant snake snake and he Sneaky engulfs snake. Negative man. Negative man. Instantly, from the bandaged form of Larry Trainer, ex text pilot. That's yeah, that should be test pilot. That is a yes. typo or a, a writing. The, <gasps> May I ask you a question, please? Yes, please. I should have raised my hand. Mm-hmm. When I went to the comic book convention with you, mm-hmm. I noticed that people were selling black and white giant pages of comics. Yes. Um, and I realized that I'd never asked you this. Yes. I assumed, probably incorrectly, that when comic book pages are drawn, they're drawn on normal comic book size pages. Oh, no, my friend. I know, right? And yeah. then I thought to myself, I wonder if they always draw them large scale like this and they get um, reduced. Yes, that is correct. 
I believe it's some kind of photostatic process. Okay, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. That's an excellent question because it's not intuitive, is it? No, I, and I thought, at first I thought, well, they're doing this for the convention. Then I thought, no, no, there's no way. They're all the same size. I bet they draw them this size and mm -hmm. then shrink them down through some sort of scientific process. Well, it's a uh, shrink ray. They have a shrink ray that they shrink it down. Of course, they've always had shrink rays since the 1930s, 40s? Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, the comic strips that you might once have read in your daily newspaper if you took it in the morning or evening. I did. <gasps> no, remember, if you recall your stories, how did I receive comics, uh, uh, comic strips from the newspaper growing in up? In the mail from, from your Grammy. Grammy Tudor, exactly. She used to get them from the Miami Herald and send them to me. Yes. Yes. Well, those would also be drawn larger size and then shrunk for printing. Oh, oh that's such a sweet memory. How my Grammy would clip out, like Heathcliff, and well, I don't know if Heathcliff existed, but like the Charlie Brown and other, mm -hmm. other comics, and she'd send them to me She's with her regular, letters. She's a regular Mayor LaGuardia. And you know, she used to type all of her letters on her typewriter in her study, mm -hmm. and um, oh, she had lovely little stationery, and she, oh, she would just give me the greatest, my grandmother used to type the nicest letters to me. Did <sighs> she solve local murders as well? Come on! What? No, she baked peanut butter cookies and sent me comic strips and wrote wonderful stories about relatives and whatnot, but she couldn't solve crimes. You don't know? What if she baked those cookies and took them over the neighbors and every time she took a plate of cookies over, someone had been just murdered and she had solved the crime? Well, next week when I go down to see my cousins for my aunt's funeral, I'm yes. going to ask if she solved crimes. Do it. Okay. I dare you. I oh, double I dog wonder. dare you. Hmm. So what was he doing? Now he leaves He leaves Larry. He gets... He gets um, uh, uh, electrocuted or whatever, zapped by yes. um, the negative, negative man mood. energy being, yes. And so then he goes off and spies on Rita. She's in her makeup chamber. Singing to herself while she puts on powder on her face, which all girls do all the time in the 1960s. Also, all girls are afraid of mice, as we know. Yes, and again, it seems like we haven't done this in a while. This seems like a good time for us to explain to the new listener that... Um, it, when we're doing these comics from the 1960s, yes. we often have a disclaimer, which is we do not, of course, subscribe to the to the um, misogynistic, misogynistic, racist, racist tropes, tropes of the past. Exactly. We um, so if you hear us mentioning them in any sort of approval way, it's always with a wink and a nod because we are, are appalled by the constant misogyny and the tr uh, and the, the reductionist way that they look at women and other races and such. So, anyway. Well, no reductionism here because she's growing giant. Oh, what a nice twist on my hey. words there. She says, I'll show you. I'm going to grow giant and I'm going to kill you. You horrid brat. I'm, I'm going to kill giant you. And I'm going to step on you. Yes. Uh, how do you like the latest dance craze? The mouse stomp. Right, so giant foot. She immediately regrets it. I shouldn't have done that to that poor mixed up kid, but he just got me so mad. Well, women also can't control their emotions. Yes, exactly. So. Yes. Now, none of this has been missed by the chief who is spying on everybody on his lexophone and his study. Yeah, nothing weird about that. Nothing weird about him spying on everyone in their own personal bedroom spaces. Right. Now, Gar knows, he thinks to himself, that I can't take him into the Doom Patrol without his guardian's permission, and his guardian, Galtry, will never give that permission. He's jealous of anyone's influence on the boy. But Once I'm, again, in this panel, I must say, it reminded me so much of the fact that we've got these three people yep. in uh, the Doom Patrol yep. and a professor who's yep. in a wheelchair. Yep. I'm just nodding my head, listener. I'm just, no, I'm not, no, I'm We've shaking my head. We've talked about this. I know, we? I know, I know, I know. I just want to say X-Men-ish, uh, X-Men-ish 
kind of I, they were both well there's a, some debate over which came first no Doom Patrol came first okay but yeah but X-Men's basically a knockoff probably a much better knockoff if you might yeah like. somebody yeah. was probably out drinking mm-hmm. and talking about this great new idea mm-hmm. there we go the chief calling beast boy please come to my office the chief calling beast boy beast boy do you know like the, the, the house that they live in has a, an inter, a intercom I guess because chief can't just like wheel around and scream right he can't just and run down the hall in a terribly large place it's a mansion in it's a, a great mansion. city mm-hmm. uh, so beast boy's gotten the message they don't want him he thinks that he does he not know the Gultry won't let him join so he's gonna walk around and pout Walks around and pout. He gets to the uh, TV station. Weirdest, weirdest thing and the weirdest twist in this story. I'm just going to walk on a TV station and send out a message to the Teen Titans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yep. Anybody can walk into a TV station and get some airtime. And uh, through the closed circuit television comes a message directly to the Teen Titans. Beast Boy to Teen Titans must see you immediately at... And soon at the rendezvous point. Wherever that is. What's the story? Morning glory. Yes? You have another question? I do. Why is Kid Flash riding a motorbike? That's a very good question. I don't know. Is it so he just won't go as faster than his friends? That could be. And maybe, you know, he likes to fit in when they're all riding their little scooters around town. Those scooters are cute. So he does show up and he goes, thanks for coming, Titans. Uh, What's the story of Morning Glory, which is, of course, yep. uh, I don't know Bye if Bye that Bird. movie was out at this time. Oh, it sure. probably was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh I want to join the Teen Titans. Huh. Some you? nerve you have, Kid, Kid Flash. Flash. Who are you? Hmm? Or do you just scare babies with that face? That's mean, Kid Flash. Yeah, well, here we go into a series of um, change change yeah he changes into a bear then he changes into a monkey who is all green Mm -hmm. and then he changes into a cat because wonder girl's standing there and all girls love all girls love cats of course this is he he talks about it he he explains his origins here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh sorry my page just got bigger i got a rare disease as a kid and my dad sent me back through evolution to the green monkey stage because that was one animal immune to the disease okay maybe i got it wrong maybe it wasn't a mongoose or a snake involved he says so the cure took cats i don't know why this is i don't understand this what Why this sentence is structured like this. And the cure took, comma, cats, comma, except for one That's little slang. side effect. It's teen slang. And the cure took cats, except <gasps> oh, for cats one little side effect. Oh, slang. Yeah. Oh, because he comes a cat in the next panel, and yeah. it didn't make any sense to me. Oh, my God, I have to think like a teenager. No, you have to think like uh, Bob Haney writing as a teenager. Oh, okay, right. Which is very different. Okay. It left me with a permanently green kisser, the power to change into any bird, beast, or fish from here to Noah's Ark. Dig. Okay, if I had had... If I had read it like you read it. In yeah. Your, yeah, okay. Got it. Uh, so he takes off his mask. He introduces himself as Gar Logan. And they ask, why do you want to join the Titans? Because... Why do they... Why is it that... Is it Wonder Girl? Yeah. And Robin? Yes. Looks like they're going to punch him. And they're hunched over and they've got their fists clenched. He's literally just showing them his powers. And, and they're going to punch him. I mean, Wonder Girl, if she punches him, she has powers. Like... Oh, she's she's knock him in next week. Exactly. Because the Doom Patrol won't have me. They put me down, but good. Some phony excuse about needing my guardian's permission. Well, there's some bad news. And here Robin comes in with his adult-like uh, 
mansplaining. That's not such a phony reason, Gar. I'm afraid to join the Titans, you'd need the same permission. And then they all show their permission cards. We all needed it. Batman <laughs> had to okay mine. Check. And the Flash gave me my permission. And my mother, Queen Hippolyta, gave her royal consent for me. Good old Aquaman gave me the nod. I blah, guess blah, you blah. don't have anyone to give you the nod or give you consent to you. And then they all laugh. Ha 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 ha. Oh, that's, that, that's not actually what it says, no. but the, that's the panel I would have drawn. Galtry, my guardian, he'd never give me permission. That miserable old skinflint doesn't even know that I'm Beast Boy. That's wrong. I'm really... Uh, now, Robin, this is nice. Yeah. Right? He says, I'm really and truly sorry. We wish we could help you. I know you'd make a great Titan, but... I don't believe you, Boy Wonder. You're all finks, too, like the whole world. You don't want me because I'm a freak. That's the real reason. Okay, I get the message. Bye. See you some time. Bye. Gar, Gar, wait, wait. They're trying to stop him. Jump and jack. They don't try very hard. I mean, any one of them... Let's see who could. Well, um, Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. She could jump up there and get him. But yeah. No, they just see him. They're like she's waving. Bye. She's waving. Bye. 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 Uh, poor kid. They all feel sorry for him. They do. Um, now, Gar flies off into the forest. He sees a truck labeled Baltzer, the Beast Master, and he investigates. Baltzer the Beastmaster is trying to train a lion here in the middle of the suburban forest. That's a badly drawn lion. It's not. It's, yeah. It looks like its mane is so long, which lion manes are not that long, that it's parted in the middle. (laughs) Like a a 1960s bouffant hairdo. Like that girl. Yes. Like, what is her name? Uh, Marlo Thomas. Marlo Thomas, that girl. (laughs) Uh, Garfield alights and says, maybe you're not washed up, Mr. Baltzer. And what do you propose? I'll show you. And Mr. Baltzer is not showing his shock. No. Uh, He says, good thing my long experience with dangerous animals has conditioned me never to betray shock or surprise. Well, let's go to part two, shall we? Yes, let's. Let's jump ahead two weeks later as a howl of recognition splits the air outside a mammoth tent. Eek! It's him, Fab, Fab, Marv! And the sign behind says, the Great Baltzer presents the amazing Beast Boy. Yay! He's a star. Shortly in a circus dressing room. He's getting offers from all over the world. He's the sensation of the circus world. (laughs) Just as I knew you would be. Wow. The sensation of the circus world. I owe it all to you, Mr. Baltzer. Of course you do, my boy. You're like the son I always wanted. Aw, that's nice. Uh, A A little little different, of course. Did... I mean, I'm just assuming that circuses had an outsized importance in popular culture. I can imagine in the yes, 20s because, and 30s, it was big, big, big. Well, but by it, the 60s, were circuses still a big deal? Oh, it's just you're only asking that because you grew up in Columbus. Yes. As a matter of fact, they were so big. What's you Columbus wouldn't remember have this. to do with it? Well, because you were trapped by... Um, well, I guess you had land. I guess the circus would be in some sort of tent. I'll have you know that my mother used to be dragged down to the railroad tracks at the bottom of our hill by her father to watch the circus train unload. They lived right there. Dwarves and everyone, little people. Well, I grew up in Florida, and all we had to do for fun was to fish and watch the grass grow. So when the circus came into town, it was a big deal. Didn't the circus winter right down there and? As a matter of fact, Orange Park or wherever in uh, uh, over on Mims. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
I don't think any of our listeners know what a great joke that is. Um, there's there's just a joke that we have just in Florida. It's like Mims is probably the armpit of Florida. Well, anyway, um, no, they would circus over uh, the circus would winter over on the west coast, um, oh. and so of of Florida. And what I was going to say was they opened Circus World. In Orlando in the 19, late 70s or early 80s. Uh-huh. So the circus was a big thing, such a big thing, that they had their own amusement park. But of course, and I went to Circus World, and oh, I've got pictures in a photo album of me with my Cub Scouts. We no. went to Circus World. No, why yes. have I not seen this? I don't, well, I, you know, I just brought those pictures home after my mom passed okay. away. We've never gone through those photo albums together. Well, I guess I know what we're doing tonight yes. instead of sleeping. I wish I'd stayed in the Boy Scouts, but... I did. I didn't because when my parents got divorced. Right. I had no one to take me anymore to the to the scout meetings. So anyway, uh, but I really enjoyed being in the Cub Scouts. I was a good. I was a good scout. I only ever wanted to be in the Boy Scouts when they had their sleepover nights at the Center of Science and Industry. Oh, that would have been Lock-ins. so much fun. I, I really like Cosi. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone there several times, haven't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get back to the circus. Because my mother was forced to watch the circus train unload, she famously Refused. hated all circuses and zoos. Did she ever take you to the circus? No. I had to beg to go to oh, the zoo. Did I take you to your first and only circus? Yes, and it was oh, the saddest was, thing I've ever heard that. Of. Oh, we're talking over each other. I'm so sorry. But didn't we, where did I take you to that circus? Where was Hagerstown, it? Maryland. I took you to some, some second brand Kmart type circus it in Hagerstown, and it terrible. was so sad. It was such a sad thing. Just miserable. Well, I, that's one of the things in my childhood. My parents used to take me to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus World. I would say they were the 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 premier circus. And one time, the last time, the very last time that I went to the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus yes. was at the Daytona Beach Ocean Center. No. Which, as you remember, is a very large place that holds thousands of people yes. air-conditioned and uh-huh. just one block from the beach. Mm-hmm. Well, it is, of course, a cement floor. Yes. So the parading... I'm aware. I've worked backstage several times yes, we with both many worked big events stars there. like Trisha Yearwood. Yes, we... Yes. We have. You mentioned, you, you forgot to mention the we Well, thing. she yes. nodded and smiled at me, so that's oh. why I mention it. I was working operations up front. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was there with my family. Yes. And an elephant released its bladder. Uh-huh. On the cement floor. On the cement floor. And I remember it just as, I'll never forget it as long as I live. The I saw it in slow motion <laughs> as the as the urine hit the floor and yes. splashed up on the people in the first couple rows. And their, and their hands went up in, their fr- in front of their faces as they got splashed with elephant urine. And they probably paid a lot more for those tickets. You know they? they did. They were <laughs> in the splash zone. Uh, I know several wealthy families in Daytona Beach, so I can just imagine who <laughs> was there in the front row. Daytona Beach royalty. <laughs> Let's stop and laugh for a second. Oh. Now look at this. Beast Boy has turned into a lion, and he's cracking the whip at the other lions. Lions. <clears throat> Incredible. And now he's turned into a snake and made himself into a ring for the lions to jump through. These lions look like Cerberus, the three-headed dog <laughs> that guards hell. Who drew this? Uh, Bob Molno. Okay. So now the story takes a sinister twist. Yes. Unnoticed in the roaring confusion, because the crowd's going wild, Baltzer signals a certain figure in the shadows. It's Vorna. Time for Vorna 
to enter the act time for the greatest hypnotic spell of my career i'm sure i worked with him in a show at one time for listeners reference vorna is dressed very much like sargon the sorcerer complete with the ruby of life on his forehead Mm. and an extra ruby of life in his hands but also giant gypsy hoop earrings do you suppose he's a homosexual well he is in show business (laughs) and he is wearing hoop earrings in the 60s girl's got a lot of bling on so he's either one of those types or he's a foreigner Mm. darling yes do you think he's romanian (laughs) (laughs) yes or uh from the baltic states do you think his name's tarzan Yes. Oh, golly wog. Oh, golly wog. <laughs> As the strange disc is swung by the circus mesmerizer, it catches Beast Boy's eyes, and Beast Boy is compelled to turn into the rarest of all creatures, the albino baboon. Yes? I don't quite understand how this next trick works. Oh, I'm going to uh, call it out here. You ready? Okay, yes. Balzer says, uh, or thinks, excellent, it's working. And now, for Beast Boy's amazing encore, the white baboon, the transformed boy into Beast, fixes the crowd with his unworldly, unblinking eyes. Of course, he's albino, except for his green head mm-hmm. and uh, 60s boy haircut hair. With, with that green head, looks like he's the one albino, a bo- an albino baboon wearing a, um, a beret. Not a beret. Um, what are those little... Golf caps. Oh, uh, Tammy uh, Shanter. Tammy no. Shanter. Yeah. Is that what it's called, Tammy Shanter? I don't know. No. Uh, the audience is transfixed. His eyes are drawing them under, under, under. Surrender. Lose all will. All control. Now, Vorno thinks it's perfect. They're all in a trance. Since hypnotized subjects will do nothing against their will. I couldn't order Beast Boy in his baboon form to follow my orders, but if those commands are relayed from one hypnotized brain to another, the inhibition is broken and absolute unquestioned obedience. That's the thing that I thought. That 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 you're asking is it Bob Bob Haney and Bob, you're asking me a lot. You're asking a lot of me to believe this bullshit of a story. Okay, this science, this pseudoscience from this Romanian drag queen who's got the ruby of hypnosis. Yes. Using, I think, Beast Boy as a hypnotic filter. A, con- or, a conduit a or conduit. prism of some kind. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Bob Haney famously, it's probably not famous, I may be the only one who remembers when he wrote a story in which Batman... Uh, found the killer of a man by looking at the corpse's pupils and seeing an image of the man and the the image of the killer, which is, as everyone knows, is retained on the (laughs) permanently emblazoned on the pupils of a dead man, permanently, but for several hours after until you know rigor mortis sets in. You can, you know, I've never read that in any of the many mystery novels. Well, you didn't go to police school, did you? No, I guess not. I what would have the the detectives know this? All you have to do is open the lid, it's common knowledge, is is to see that the, 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 the image of the last person the live person saw yeah, uh-huh. is emblazoned uh, is, is somehow etched into their retinas yes okay common knowledge if you know where to listen now the audience is compelled to take all their wallets and wash, watches and jewelry and everything and toss it into the center ring my gosh 
where it is sucked up <laughs> by a gambi. What are those machines? Gambi. Gamboni. Gamboni. Zamboni. 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 Excellent, Vorna. I see you have not lost your old time skill. Let me suck up all of this jewelry and whatnot, and we'll be on our way. Now, I have a new idea. Send all these people in the audience out under your control to pillage the city for us. <laughs> ha 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 ha. The crowd disperses, goes out into the city. Beast Boy wakes up. What happened? Huh? What happened? Where's the crowd? They've gone happily homeward, transfixed by your amazing power and mastery to become any form of beast, bird, and reptile, my boy. Aw, oh, gee, Mr. Balzer, I'm all choked up to think I wanted to be a member of the Goon Gang or those dippy Teen Titans when now I have all this. So, what about those Teen Titans a few days later? Yes, a few days later. So a few days later, the people the- have been looting the city for days? Thanks for showing up, Titans. <laughs> days. Uh, well, it's not entirely their fault because they. Robin says he just got a police call. Oh. So the, it's the police have been letting them riot and uh, loot the city without consequence. You know why? Because they're white. Uh, yeah, exactly. Within all minutes, the white people get to spend days yes. pillaging the city. They are pillaging now Marn's furniture store, and uh, the Titans show up on their scooter bikes. Oh, furniture store! And decide they're going to put a stop to it. So Kid Flash gets running around, punching people. Wonder Girl uses her magic lasso, uh, and Robin just. Ducks that they're all hypnotized, but by whom and why? So then Wonder Girl uses a giant jewel? Well, there's a jewelry store, and she describes it as a pop art sign up in the top. Does she make it spin? She makes it spin, and uh, the spinning pop art Jewel sign breaks the hypnosis of the populace. If all the of, of all the Bob Haney crazy adventure twists, this is the Bob Haneyest. Oh, I'm sure we can find. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> much there are, worse much examples. Worse. You're exactly. Right, yeah. But this is typical Bob Haney yeah. fashion. So they remember being at the circus and now being here, and that's all. Nothing in between. Well, that Robin believes them. And, and yes, and of course, if you're going to hypnotize an entire crowd of people when they're when they when their hypnosis is broken and all of them recall being at the circus last, it's a pretty big clue of what happened. Right now, just then they see a billboard of Beast Boy at the circus, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's no connection. Robin, no, no, no connection at all. Robin, the second best detective in the world, mm. no connection. Uh, but let's just go undercover to the circus anyway. Find out what's going on. So the teen titans dress in full body leotards with full head masks as the masked Mazeppas, acrobat yeah. troop. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see your act, Belzer says. See, si, si. Senor Belzer. So uh, Robin is the only one, to my knowledge, that has any actual acrobatic training. Of course, he grew up in the circus. Mm. But Robin says they all have acrobatic training. And now we can investigate without arousing suspicion. Great act. It'll be a great attraction, Beast Boy says, as long as they don't get top billing above me. 
<laughs> Not on the Orpheum circus. No way, pal. <laughs> now, uh, Belzer assures Beast Boy that he's the greatest star in circus history. And nothing's going to stop that afterward in Baltzer's office. He's talking with Vorna. Going through the movie offers that are pouring in for Beast Boy. Of course, Beast Boy later did work in television in Space Trek 2022. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And uh, on the screen, Belter says, he could hypnotize millions, not just the thousands who will see him here in the tent. What power I would have then. Whole masses would be my accomplices. The police, even the government would be helpless against me. Well, this is incredible hubris on the count of Baltzer, mm-hmm. isn't it? Don't get carried away, Baltzer. That last audience I sent to raid the shopping center, none have returned with the loot yet. Uh-oh. Now, let's start the show. It's a matinee because it's afternoon. Mm-hmm. Here it is, the phenomenon of the ages, the incomparable Beast Boy. Yay! Beast Boy is turned into an elephant with a giant trombone. Classic. Uh, now, here he goes into the albino baboon act, and the crowd is staring. Robin knows what's going on. Yep. He leads the Titans into an open safe belonging to bruno the world's greatest escape artist i'm sure batman has used hypnosis in his detective pursuits oh sure Mm. uh the titans enter the strong closet used by the circus escape artist and realize that's the only way that they can escape being hypnotized like the rest of the crowd suddenly they could leave the tent they could have just walked out of the tent right well that's my understanding is that they did uh, so they walked out of the tent, yes, and locked them and and put went into a safe. You know how kids are; mm-hmm. they don't they don't think straight. You're right. You're right. Uh, Baltzer comes along and slams the door shut and locks them into this safe. Did I ever tell you about the time that we took bullets from my from my? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I believe you've told it on this program. Oh, okay. Never mind. And shot them at shot other them bullets. At, uh, shot the bullets. We, we, we launched them into palm fronds, on live palm fronds on palm frond trees yeah. in Florida, with the bullets facing away from us, but the backs facing. And then we would take turns with our BB guns, uh-huh. shooting at the bullets to see what would sure. happen. And we stopped when one, one of, of my the, friends, one of the got, Kennedy boys, one of the Kennedy boys, got the bottom part of his ear uh-huh. shot off. Yeah, fun. Yeah, thank God we stopped. I think we were, we, were, we were very young, but we were finally like, oh, oh, that, that bullet just nicked your ear. We'd better stop. Like, would there, would there have been a suggestion that you continue at well, that we point? We would have continued just to see how far we could go with oh, you know, what Jesus. we could do. So any of my friends listening who have kids, I was 12 when we did that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Aqualad's not much more than 12. <laughs> I might have been 11. Yeah, so if if your kids aren't firing bullets, or rather firing BBs at the back of bullets lodged into twigs and stuff just to see what happens, count your blessings. Anyway, the Titans are trapped in this safe. And the, they're berating Robin. You let us in here to escape the hypnosis spell, and now we're trapped smart thinking, boy wonder. <laughs> now Garfield has become an elephant. No, this isn't Garfield. This is a normal elephant. This is a normal elephant who's... With a normal face. Don't panic, everyone. Scooping up the cash. The loot. Uh, 
scooping up the cash, but then also scoops up this safe and dunks it into a pool of water. I have, uh, I take issue with this. Yes, go ahead. I don't actually think that an elephant's trunk is, is strong enough to lift a safe full with four humans and put it into uh, lift it into a tank of water. I don't think a single elephant can do that. Right. Elephant trunks also are not 40 feet long, as this one appears to be as it's hoisting the safe up into the air. Yeah. Okay. So they are now trapped in a safe underwater. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we going to do about that? You well, probably already figured it out. Yeah, this is weird. What? I well, I can I, I have I have accepted the idea that um, Kid Flash can shake his uh, can move mm-hmm. in such a way that he can vibrate his body through solid objects. Yeah, but the fact that he uses Aqualad to do this, he Aqualad just hangs on and is able to also vibrate through the solid object. Yeah, seems kind of hard for me to really accept. Is that something that's often done with Flash? He yes. takes other people through solid objects. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. He's uh, got a super speed aura, of course. Oh, an aura. envelops anything that he's touching. That's oh. why his costume can also go through. Okay, thank you. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Okay. Uh, so uh, this is a great idea, actually. Good teamwork and leadership, Robin. He says, Kid Flash, you can vibrate through and take Aqualad because Aqualad then can open the safe and doesn't need to go up and surface for air. He can stay down as long as he needs to. Right. So uh, he also brings along Robin's acetylene torch to open the locks with. Robin and Wonder Girl are free. They escape. Belzer sees them. They realize their need for secrecy is no longer, so they doff their acrobat costumes. And uh, the crowd is still hypnotized. But I have other uses for Beast Boy. Vorna, mm. command him to destroy the Titans. Tell him they are Balter's enemies. Command him. As the hypnotic suggestion is whispered to the Teen Titan, age, excuse me, the teenage freak. Yes, of course. This means the spell in the crowd will be broken. Mm-hmm. But the crowd now is going to just think this is all part of the show. Mm-hmm. Garfield turns into a giant sort of hybrid. Gorilla snake? Gorilla with a, snake. With a green head. Mm-hmm. What an act! The Teen Titans tackling Beast Boy. The crowd has no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Girl gives him a sock on the chin, which shakes Robin loose from the grip of the gorilla. Now, underwater, the snake tail has Aqualad, and he's just hanging out. He knows he doesn't have to breathe, worry about that. So now we learn that this tank is actually a saltwater tank. Saltwater tank with a shark in it. Mm -hmm. As shark comes gunning for Aqualad, Aqualad knows, of course, that all sharks have a tender spot right on the nose. So he gives a kick. 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 Uh, That releases Aqualad from the snake tail. He surfaces. And I don't know what he thinks he's going to do because the other three are up there. Robin's doing some acrobatics. Wonder Girl's flying around. Kid Flash is going to slide down the high wire and secure the tent because I guess the tent's about to collapse. Well, yes, because that giant beast boy's been grabbed the main tent pole. Idiot. Mm -hmm. Now, Beltzer. (laughs) Baltzer. 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 Seeing uh, what's happening, shoves himself into the cannon. Because mm-hmm. apparently he's got a lot of training as a cannon flyer outer. 
human cannonball. That's what I meant to say. Yes, yes. My early training as an acrobat will stand me well here, and I shall destroy those teen titans. I'm going to launch myself into the air with two sticks of dynamite or flaming torches That's or something. So, so, how, so first of all, <coughs> he comes out of the cannon with, so, with lit... Right. Yeah. Lit uh, torches. I'm so were they sure. were they tucked down beside his legs on I fire? Guess so. Yeah. Okay. Um, the cunning carnival crook comes careening through the air because that's really safe when you're inside a tent to go yeah. flying through the air with torches. Wee! And look at his arms go. Wee! Whoopee! Flip! 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 flip. Uh, they're magnesium flares. We now learn. <clears throat> <clears throat> they sparkle like pinwheels in the eyes of the transformed Beast Boy. He snaps out of his it trance. breaks the spell. He grabs Balter out of the air. Aye! But, 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 people can't remember what they did under hypnosis, Balter says. And Beast Boy says, only if you instruct them not to. Remember, you forgot that, Buster. Uh-huh. <laughs> Robin ropes up Vorna and Baltzer, <clears throat> sends them off to the Huskow. A apologetic beast boy says, gee, maybe I'm not ready to join your team after all. I was sure suckered by Baltzer. He says, you and Robin was so understanding. Mm-hmm. You were suckered because everyone rejected you. You are Guardian, the Doom Patrol, and us. Maybe we ought to reconsider. Suffering sunfish, Robin. Why not put it up to our readers? I hated this ending <coughs> so know much. you did. Uh, I think this is exactly the same ending we had when Speedy was a guest star. Probably. Why don't you readers write in? If you think we should accept Beast Boy as a member, write Teen Titans, National Periodicals, 575 Lexington Avenue, New York, New York, 10022. See, See you next, next issue. issue. The end. The end. Well, as I say, Beast Boy would become a prominent member of the new Teen Titans beginning in 1981. Okay. Much more prominent, I would argue, than Speedy would be ever again. Okay. Maybe, I don't know, I won't, that's a large statement because speedy did join the titans in the 60s as you know i know so little about comics so i just agree with whatever you you're say. just along for the ride yeah yep. that's fine uh and a lot of what i'm saying i'm making up out of the thin air so well we might someone have one will correct we might have enough listeners to have enough people to actually put you on the right path uh you can guarantee it okay <laughs> actually yes now that i think about some of our listeners sure we absolutely have yes. people with encyclopedic knowledge of comic books that will definitely steer you in the right path uh you can find us on social media at go go check pod you can rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your free podcasts from and you can find us right back here next week with the sea dollars i mean devils oh, yes Bye. Bye. Bye.